If you're a long-term listener, then you'd have already heard me talk several times about grain-free diets causing heart failure in dogs. Well, just this week, the FDA have released a new announcement, which gives some clarification to the investigation that they've been running. It lets us know, crucially, the specific diets that seem to have been affected or have been most commonly affected and responsible for this. It also lets us know the number of dogs that have been affected or certainly those that have been reported. And unfortunately, the number of dogs that have died. And there have been over 100 dogs that have died from this so far that the FDA have been made made aware of. But anyway, before we get into that, I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health podcast, where I bring you pet health information designed to help you and your pet live a healthier, happier life. So if you've not already subscribed, then make sure you do that so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you're not a subscriber or if you've just discovered this podcast for the first time, then I'd also encourage you to check out my other podcast, which is the Dr. Alex Answers show. You can find that at dralexanswers.com. And that is my weekly Q&A podcast where I answer your specific questions. So I definitely encourage you to check that out as well. But that's it from me with the intro. Let's get into the episode. If your dog is eating a grain-free diet, if their diet contains lentils or peas, potato or even sweet potato, then you might have heard of the recent FDA update on the situation with grain-free diets causing heart failure in dogs. So if your dog is eating any of these things, you definitely want to be sticking around for this video. Hi, I'm Dr. Alex from rpetshealth.com, where my aim is to bring you pet health information designed to help you and your pet live a healthier, happier life. So the first thing to say is that the FDA has been investigating cases that have had an extensive workup, either by a veterinarian or a veterinary cardiologist, and who have been diagnosed specifically with dilated cardiomyopathy. So that's that type of heart failure that these diets seem to be causing. So it doesn't include a lot of other cases that have been reported, which have been suspicious for heart failure, but haven't been definitively proved. And that means that the likelihood is that the reports that have been received are really the tip of the iceberg. And actually there are a lot more dogs affected. So the numbers are that the FDA has had 524 reports of heart failure in dogs, which has affected 560 individuals. So this means that there's been several different dogs in the same family that have also been affected. And unfortunately, 119 of these dogs have died of their disease. Most of these dogs were being fed a dry food, so 88% of reports, so that's by far and away the majority of cases were being fed a dry food, but raw food, semi-moist and wet food has also been implicated. So it's not just a kibble alone causing this problem. And then there are a number of different brands that the FDA has named, which were involved in more than 10 cases. And these are Akana, Zignature, Taste of the Wild, For Health, Earthborn Holistic, Blue Buffalo, Nature's Domain, From, Merrick, California Natural, Natural Balance, Origin, Nature's Variety, Nutrisource, Neutro, and Rachel Ray Nutrish. So the big headline going back was that it was grain-free diets that are causing the problem, but it's clear that that's not the whole picture. So the majority of diets are grain-free, over 90% of them are grain-free, but the big similarity is that a lot of them contain peas, 
lentils, peas and lentils, or also potato and sweet potato. Now the peas and the lentils are by far and away the most common. Again, that's up at kind of 80 to 90% of diets contain peas and lentils as the majority of their carbohydrate source. So that's instead of the grains, likely to be instead of the grains, given that 90% of the diets were grain free. And about 40, 45% of diets contained either potato or sweet potato as the carbohydrate source. So it doesn't appear to be simply a grain-free problem. It seems to be a problem with diets that are either grain-free and contain peas, lentils, and potatoes as the carbohydrate source, or contain those ingredients as the majority of the carbohydrate source in the dog's diet. Now, as for the protein source in the diet, because that's potentially a consideration, that was really widely mixed. There was a massive variation. Now, the most common were, were chicken, were fish, and were lamb. Whether they're involved, probably not. I suspect that that just represents the most common protein sources that are used in pet foods. And, and given there was such a variety in the affected diets, again, it doesn't seem like the animal protein source was anything to do with this problem. In a nutritional analysis of these diets, there wasn't any abnormality detected. So taurine is something that has been um, kind of thought of and the methionine and the cysteine components of these diets and those are two amino acids that dogs then use to produce taurine were found to be above the minimum levels in the vast majority of the diets affected. So taurine doesn't seem to be an issue but having said that there is potentially a suggestion that golden retrievers in particular or certain strains of golden retriever might be genetically predisposed to developing a taurine deficiency, to have problems synthesizing that taurine. And this is significant because we know that low taurine levels can result in dilated cardiomyopathy, so DCM, which is the type of heart failure that these diets are causing. So what should pet owners do with this information? Well, I think if you're feeding any of these diets, or if you're feeding a diet that's grain-free with peas, lentils, or potato, or sweet potato as the majority of the carbohydrate source, then stop feeding these grain-free diets switch on to something else. Also, if your dog is showing signs of heart failure, um, so that's lethargy, coughing, um, collapse, uh, if you've got any concerns there, heavy breathing, then definitely go and speak to your vet. Certainly if you've been feeding these diets and that's very important. And then finally, don't panic. 70, there are 77 million dogs in the US, that's the estimated number, and such a tiny fraction is affected. So don't panic, it's unlikely your dog will be affected, especially if they're not feeding one of these diets. Now, if you are worried and you're thinking of switching onto a raw diet or you're wondering about the benefits of raw compared to kibble, then check out my other video that's linked here. It's a long video, but it's well worth a watch. It goes through all of the risks and benefits of feeding raw food and feeding a kibble food, a commercially cooked food. But until next time, I'm Dr. Alex. This is our pet's health, because they're family. So I hope that update is useful for you and helpful. Double check what food you're feeding your dog. Check those ingredients. Are there peas, lentils, potatoes, sweet potato making up the bulk of the carbohydrate source? If there is, then definitely consider changing to something that doesn't fit into those categories. Um, you know, I've got a lot of information as well over at rpetshealth.com about the different diet recalls that they've been at the moment. And like I said in the episode, there's also my free raw versus kibble ebook, which you can find on the website as well. So that's it from me from this week. I'm Dr. Alex. This is the Our Pets Health podcast. And until next time, take care.